Hey, welcome to the Carol Remarks Podcast. My name is Carol, and this is where I host my remarks on glamour, pop culture, and front page news. Let's get right to it. Hello and good morning. Good morning, world. The gent and I are coming at you from Tunica, Mississippi. We are currently sitting here in the dark (laughs) with the curtains wide open, only we're sitting in the dark so we can see outside the window and watch the storms roll in. Yes, we have a beautiful view of the Mississippi River, and we are looking to the west, and we can see kind of the Kind of, it's not 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 light yet. We can kind of see the line where the front and the storms are coming. So we may see a lightning, good lightning show here in a few minutes. And it, one thing, it's kind of funny. Uh, you know, this is labeled Tunica, but we're actually in Robinsonville, Mississippi. I don't know why it all became Tunica. Maybe Tunica is easier to say than Robinsonville. That's right. Tunica's, t- Tunica is not actually a place, is it? Tunica, no, Tunica is a place in Mississippi. Oh, it is? Absolutely. Okay. Well, absolutely. wasn't this supposed to be like the new Las Vegas? Well, I, absolutely, but that's what I'm For saying. the South, back in the day? Yeah, but it's actually in Robinsonville, Mississippi, okay. and not Tunica. Oh. And that's why I was always puzzled by that. Oh, Tunica sounds better. That's what I was saying. Does it sound better? Tunica <laughs> sound better. But, you know, this was a before... I think it's been about six or seven years now that it's dwindled. But, you know, they had built this place up to be the next Las Vegas. Uh, there's, I can't remember how many casinos there were, but there was one in particular, the Grand, I think, that was, you know, it had the, the hotel and casino on the river. It had two big, big hotels kind of inland, uh, two golf courses, um, play areas for children, water parks, the whole nine yards. Helicopter rides. You know, that, that was there, but they're just gone now. So there's really, and the, and the, and the complex we're, that we're in, there were three hotels that thrived. One of them was an MGM, one of them was a Caesars, and one of them was a, you know, random. Um, but the random one had turned into three different ownerships and is now gone. It's a grass field. And this, one property, Horseshoe, is still a Caesars property, and this one that we're in has been taken over by one of the Indian uh, tribe companies, whatever, um, and it's still doing well. But, you know, this place really just went straight downhill uh, as far as a tourist location. Not the hotel we're staying the in. The hotel we're in is, you know, very nice. The but, place in general. But it's almost like you you drive in through a war zone. No, not, not that bad, but it's... <laughs> But it's, you know, all the storefronts are gone. All the shopping places that used to be are gone. There's no more hotel uh, helicopter rides. The hotel that I'm talking about, you know, is one of them has been torn down. The golf courses are grown over. You know, it's just not what it used to be. So it's a different world. No, but our, but the property here is still really nice. Yes, the property here is wonderful. And... It's funny, though, because, you know, you think we're going to Tunica, Mississippi, going to casinos and gamble, blah, blah, blah. But when you drive in, there's nothing but cornfields and, you know, farm fields are surrounding everything. Yeah, and there, there's, not, there's nothing here. Other nothing. Than, other than, you know, there used to be, they had huge outlet malls they had built and all that stuff, which are now not outlet malls anymore. They're just little, most of them are empty, but some of them have, you know, a storefront here and there. 
Wow, look uh, at that. Oh, uh, wish it would, this is an audio. Yeah. <laughs> the storm is definitely rolling in. Yeah, it's, rolling it's getting in dark. Ooh-wee. Anyway, um, so... So if you hear some... Ooh, look at that. There's going to be... You know, there's a tornado warning just south of us, too. So yeah. as this thing barrels through, we may... You may you can even see the rain over here to the left. See how heavy it is? Uh-huh. See where it's covering up everything, so... Anyway, anyway, we rolled in last night. We weren't going to go eat, but then we decided we got hungry, yeah. and we went and eat. We ate at Guy Fieri's Flavor Town. Yeah, what is it? His Tunica Flavor Town. Yeah, yeah. So we get we decided to try the trash can nachos because we didn't want to get huge amounts of food. And we, you know, he's always put that on his one of his signature things. So. We never tried them, so it was it was time, and we tried them. And they were delicious. Yes, they Let were me very tell you, good. I was pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. I thought, you know, nachos, whatever. They, I would get those again and again and again. They were really good, and they were perfect for two. I was going to say two old people, but <laughs> well, go ahead. They were perfect for us. <laughs> I, I want you to. I want. Them. I want you to go there with the old people because I was going to talk about that. Okay. Yes. Uh, they're good for old people because it was like a sharing of an entree. Um, but I felt like it was more of a. You know, we we didn't just share an entree. We were sharing an appetizer, which is more apropos to eating. But you know, so that was. I felt good about that. But it was plenty for both of us. Uh, and it was really, 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 really good. Yes, and I sat there and I thought, I'm going to try to describe this to the gent because we watch Food Network, and it cracks me up when these people get on there, these so-called experts as judges get on these shows, and they talk about describing the food that they're eating. So I thought, I'm going to give it a try. So mm-hmm. I started, to, I, and without telling him, I just started describing it. And he immediately started cracking up because he knew what I was doing. Absolutely. So that gave me the idea. I was like, oh, let's record it. And we'll just put it on Twitter and tag Guy in it. You know. <laughs> so we did. We sat there right in the restaurant and recorded yeah. it. I did put it out on X if you want to go see it. Their responses are just like old American bandstand. <laughs> You know, it's got a, you know, how do you like this song? It's got a great beat and you can dance to it, you know. So, you know, we threw in mm, crunch of the tortillas, sweetness of the barbecue, creaminess of the cheese and the twang beans, of the and the twang of the jalapeno. <laughs> all the, that's on point. <laughs> <laughs> and I get, so I think we're going to put out videos like this on the regular with us just, I mean, short under a minute videos of us doing old people's stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. It'll be great. <laughs> All right. But while we were sitting there eating our food, oh, pet, peeve time. pet peeve time, Oh Lord! the server, while we were eating, probably, while we were probably, still eating, probably hadn't had three bites of our food. She comes over and lays the check slash bill on the table. Now, before I met the gent, this never bothered me. I never noticed it. It was no big deal to me. But meeting the gent and going out to dinner with him, it has been discovered he, that is a pet peeve of his. It is. And tell us why. Well, how the hell do they know we're done? We might want to get a dessert or it might be... You know, that wasn't enough. You know, bring me six more orders of those nachos. 
You know. But do you feel like they're rushing you out? I think that they are. I think, well, in, in, in situations like that where we order two teas and a thing of nachos, I'm thinking, well, they, you know, they want to clear us out because, uh, you know, they want a table that's going to spend more and get bigger tips. Although we tip quite nicely. Yes, the gent tips very but, nicely, by the way. But that's not not being the point. I think that they try to, you know, it's like, well, you know, we got to get rid of them. You know, we don't drink alcohol anymore. We used to drink alcohol. We don't drink alcohol anymore. So we go to a, you know, a fancy, nice restaurant, you know. What can I can I start you with a wine or something like that? And I'm like, no, we're just water. Tea. You can and you can just see the disappointment fall over their faces. Yeah, because it's like, oh, this isn't going to be a big tip. <laughs> and then they're shocked when they get a big tip, and they're, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's like, yeah, screw you. Anyway, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, you know, it's like you say. Uh, Here, last, let us pay you yeah. for us to be treated horribly. It's like last last night when she put the thing down. And uh, Carol walked, or she walked away, and I looked over at Carol and I said, You know what? We're getting a dessert tonight. Just out of spite. Why? She said, Why? I said, Out of spite. She said, What do you mean? Of course, this is, you know, kind of. I hadn't seen her lay, I did not see her lay the mm-hmm. bill down. So of, I didn't know what he was getting at at first. Out of spite. You know, and it's kind of, I don't know what the word is, but it's kind of like, uh, you know, here, I'll show you. I'll, I'll buy more and give you a bigger <laughs> tip for you doing that. You know, so it makes no sense. But my thing of spite is that way she'll have to take it back and redo the ticket. You know, <laughs> she'll have to redo the ticket now if I do this. Yeah. We're going to eat dessert. We'll show you, by gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I... But yes, if you ever wait on uh, Carol and I, don't bring us the ticket until we're done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. We're going to do the old, the old people thing videos. So, yeah. you know, it reminds me of those commercials. Is it the progressive commercials? Yes. Don't don't turn into your parents or yes. whatever. We're going to start doing those videos. Um, what's your name? Hi. This, we're <laughs> Carol and the Gent. <laughs> All right. So moving on. Mr. Sean's sent us a story that is very weird, and I want to talk about it. So in Pennsylvania, the cryptic notes are showing up inside sealed cereal boxes packages in the bag. So that tells me it's obviously being put in at production. But And then they did show a picture of one of the notes, and it is very cryptic. You don't even know what they're saying. In the, the words are just, you know, and it's symbols and words, and it's weird. Yeah, it brings up different, different times and different things that had happened, and it's almost like, but it'll just be one word describing it or whatever. Right, but yeah, you know, it'll have, but you can kind of pick that there was an event that happened. There was an event that happened all the way down through these things that they're trying to relay, but it's very cryptic, but still enough to where you've got a little information. So it makes your head go crazy thinking, you know, is this a conspiracy theory that I'm looking at, or is this some crazed person? You know, part of the you know, let's let's use part of the Illuminati. <laughs> you know, whatever the case may be, but it's yeah. The note it, it, wasn't in sentences make, or anything. No, but it makes me worry more about how did that get in there. Well, yeah, that's the big thing. I don't worry about somebody putting these stupid notes in the boxes. You know, that's like yeah, yeah that, I put, do put, put a note in the boxes. Because of thinking it's foreboding of something 
oh, terrible no, happening. Right. I'm not worried no. about it. It's just the fact that, that there was got an odd there. product that you don't know what. And the guy said the same thing when he got it. He goes, I don't know if it was laced with something or, you know, how did this, you know, and, you know, the FDA is supposed to regulate and be able to quality control. That's what we, you know, that's, that's one of the things the government does that we don't particularly care for. But I guess sometimes can be a good thing is, you know, quality control of products, especially our food products. Crap like that's supposed to get caught before it's, you know, shipped out. And yeah. Put in there. Yeah. Well, and he, they said they called the guy called the FBI when he found the note. And I think he should have. I would have called him too. Yeah. somebody call somebody. Look, you need to shut this down immediately. Yeah. And find this guy or girl or whatever, because it obviously is happening at the packaging point when they're putting the package together. And you can zero that down because, you know, because, yes. you know, those things go through mass production. That's yes. not somebody with a scooper putting it in the right. box and then putting the box on the line. You know, that's going through a conveyor and, you know, it goes in, the cereal's put in, then it's sealed. And, you know, and that's, that's all d- not done by hand. That's done by conveyor belt. So at some point in time, when the cereal dropped, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it was sealed, that note got put in. There. Yeah, because it was the note was folded up, yeah. so it could go through whatever it has to go through. You know, but and that, and that note didn't go through a, you know, get put in a hopper and go through the hopper and then get put in there. And even if it did, you still have a limited sure. amount of employees that would have had access to all of right. that. Right, and so, they know what box came from what. Area, yeah, absolutely. but they're it's all, it's not just in serial number. Yeah, it's not just in one grocery store. It's from all over Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. So it's the Illuminati. It's Illuminati. Weird, <laughs> weird story. Mister Sean's tagged me in it. So if you want to go read about it, you can Google it too. Because after he sent that link to me, I did Google it, and there are all kinds of stories written about it. So if you want to go read that and look it up, it's very interesting. Yes, very interesting. Go read that. All right. We're going to wrap this up with a quick... And just like that, the storms have passed. Yes. And then now we have to watch for snowstorms in a couple of days on yes. Monday. Yes, We might be driving back in a blizzard. It's going to be cold. Burr cold. Yeah. All right. Oh, We're going to wrap this up with question of the day. Do you have one? I don't know. I didn't even think about that. Oh, I forgot to tell y'all. Let's talk about our plan, our day today. We're both going to go get massages... Yes. And then we're going to... First of all, we're not leaving. We're going to eat. We're going to go down and get some breakfast and bring, bring it, it back here. to the room, right. sit in bed and eat breakfast. Yes. And I have to write for the Victor Girls blog and this I'll morning. Go, and I'll probably go back to sleep. Yeah. He, <laughs> probably, he probably will. <laughs> then you have a massage at two. I have a massage. No, one and two, whatever. Yeah. And then uh, we are going to go see a show later today. We're going to go eat dinner. The rock, yeah, well, yeah, somewhere. I don't know where, but. And then we'll go to the show. We'll go to the show, which is at 8 o'clock. Right. And it's uh, it's just a rockabilly type show featuring Elvis, Johnny Cash, and Jerry Lee Jerry Lewis. Lewis All the, I like that kind of music. Mm-hmm. So it'll be fun. Kind it'll be old, fun. Kind of an old time Southern rock and roll, yes. early rock and roll, blues, jazz. Yeah. Fun show. Yeah. All right. So. Question of the day, we're going to go back to our pet peeve, and I'm going to let you ask it. Okay. Uh, When you're at dinner and the check comes early, does that offend you? And does it affect how much you're going to tip your server? 
Okay, so I'm going to answer the second part of that. If I'm if I'm buying and tipping and mm-hmm. they bring the check early, it does not affect their tip because if they treated me nicely and done, you know whatever, mm-hmm. they're going to get a good tip. Of course, we're going to tip them anyway, regardless. And I mean, we've never really had a bad experience, a horrible, <laughs> horrible experience with a server ever. I've never not horrible, no, questionable, but not horrible. Yes. So, but bringing the Bringing the check early is not going to affect the tip for no, me. No, it doesn't affect the tip if they were. But it know, does aggravate us. If they were a good server, no, uh-uh. right? You know, that's not going to affect the tip at all. And usually, it doesn't affect the tip. tip uh, you know, most most times, you know, we really like I said you haven't had a bad server, so it doesn't affect the tip. But I guess we go. Still, the question is, for a lot of people, that would hinder. They're tipping. Mm, yeah, that's true, but it so doesn't for us. But so it, that's the question. Yeah, it doesn't for us. But it still don't is. Think ag- a, don't think of us as cheap. <laughs> but it still is aggravating. Yes, it is. It's aggravating. It's just one of those pet peeve things, like when the like when the cashier hands back your change. Lord, when they hand back the change and they put the dollar bills, then they put the cha- receipt and then they put the change, the coins on top of all of that and hand it to you. That's so stupid, and they need to stop it. Okay, I'm done. All right. All right, thanks for listening. Bye. What's that? Who pays your salary? What's that? Who pays? What's that? We're not a democracy.